0: It's time for Calling All Sports. Today's show is brought to you by Arby's, Overhead Door, Great Life Health & Fitness, Lewis Drug, Fireplace Pros, Sanford Health, Dakota Bank, Rosenbauer, Vance Thompson Vision, Corey Insurance, Hague Realtors, Billion Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram, Dakota Beverage, husett Speedway, Comfort King, the South Dakota Golf Association, and Corey and the Fireflies.
1: And welcome to Calling All Sports on this Thursday as uh, life gets crazier and crazier for me. I'm Mark Ovenden, your host here on Calling All Sports, heard on 15 stations in three states. Glad to have you with us. Um, we've got a half-hour pregame or, or pre preview show tonight on Dakota News Now at 6.30 on KDLT for the Summit League Tournament. So I've been working on that the last couple of days in particular, last couple of weeks. but. Uh, finishing things up the last couple of days, and uh, so make sure you tune in tonight for that. Uh, Zach and I will be out at the uh, Premier Center to do the show from out there, and Tom Neiman and Jay Elson from MITCO will join us at the tail end, talking about, uh, you know, we'll, we'll sort of give our thoughts collectively on the four South Dakota teams that are playing, USD and South Dakota State men and women. The SDSU men and women play Saturday. The USD men and women play Sunday. Games actually start on Friday this year. That's never happened before, as there are 10 teams. All 10 teams make it, so the bottom four seeds, men and women, play Friday to advance to the weekend. So, there you go. Uh, John Winkler's our yes. Glad to have you here again. We had a great time last time you were here. And when you said you were coming to Sioux Falls, it was like, well, what for? The governors don't have a game. Then I got thinking about, oh, Yeah. The girls state hockey tournament's going on. Just add one more thing to the plate. That's right. And yeah. you do the, uh, you do the games on the radio.
2: Yeah, we'll do the games on the radio and also on YouTube at Capital City Rock Sports. I have all 11 games starting tomorrow morning at 9 a.m. and then rolling through Saturday, Sunday and, uh, Jim Lloyd will join me for all 11 of those games.
1: You're doing not just doing the, you're doing all of them. Doing all
2: of them, yep. The the Capitals get to start it against Brookings, and then we'll we'll go the rest of the day and do all eleven games of the tournament. Are you gonna yeah.
1: do the same thing the following yep. weekend?
2: Yep. And the same thing the following weekend in Brookings.
1: And that's in Brookings for the boys.
2: Yep. And then Thursday, assuming that the Peer Governor girls win uh, their SoDac 16, I'll get to do the Thursday game for sure, and maybe even the Friday game of the the state tournament here in Sioux Falls. So, (laughs) (laughs) just depending on how things work out. Yeah, yeah, and I think maybe the the biggest thing might be the weather factor of it all.
1: Yeah, I looked (laughs) ahead. Is it next Wednesday that it might do something?
2: I hope not. I I I haven't looked that far
1: ahead yet. Yeah, that's the. I think that's the next snow in the forecast. So we're good for the Summit League tournament, which is great because there's a lot of travel back and forth. Most everybody when they're, I mean they. For the state girls tournament, they'll get here and be
2: here for four or five days.
1: Right, so you don't have yeah. to worry about the travel. Yeah, it's just getting here.
2: Well, yeah, except for for me, who's going to try and go back and forth between Brookings and Sioux Falls. Yeah,
1: and the roads are always crummy in Brookings County. <laughs> You're making this making me feel better about this. Mark. I, I'm making you sweat. Yeah, <laughs> sorry. Uh, so hockey, I, I asked you this before the show started. Hockey is that something that You've grown up. I know you're a big St. Louis Blues fan, so I'm guessing because you're a fan of the sport, getting to do play by play came easier as a result.
2: Yeah, it's a lot of fun. I never got to play hockey just because our ring closed down when I was way too young and I hit my head on the dasher board pretty early on so i decided that's uh, not for me
1: are there a lot of people that think that maybe that explains
2: a lot of things that probably does <laughs> <laughs> you know thinking about it, it probably does explain yeah. a lot no yeah. but yeah and, and just never got a chance to play but i just love watching the sport and getting a chance to call a White capital games now and then uh for the state tournaments it's a lot of fun
1: yeah well it's a great venue yeah out at the uh shields iceplex so it'll be a fun place to call games from because you it it's a nice intimate setting and the next week uh, you know obviously the the uh, sheet of ice up in Brookings is great. Dale Larson built that years ago, and oh, it's yeah. just been wonderful
2: for our state. Yeah, two great facilities to have state tournaments. Yeah.
1: All right, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to talk. Today's show is all about peer Athletics, just in case you're wondering. John Winkler is with KCCR and Pierre, and I love doing this, having our affiliates uh, sports directors come in. And John's done this a couple times already, which has been great. I wish you lived closer and you could do this more often. In fact, let me know if you want to do it more often. <laughs> uh, but we'll be talking about governor stuff, which I which is kind of rare. It's usually I try to get one, but I just thought, you know what? Let's talk about girls wrestling because they won back-to-back titles. Second half of the show, we're going to talk with Brianna Kusler, who we've had on the show many times. Uh, she's just one of my favorites. I knew she'd be successful. She grew up in a gym. She is. I lovingly le- refer to her as a gym rat because she is. She's just, you know, she's comfortable in a sweatsuit. Absolutely. You know, and 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 sneakers. I right. mean, that's her. Right. Um. You know. So. Uh. You know. When she if if she goes to the prom, I'm not gonna know who she is.
2: <laughs> you know.
1: Because.
2: I'm sure she'd probably rather be in, in a sweatsuit huh. instead of dressing up for to be on the sideline to coach basketball.
1: Much more comfortable yeah. that way. So we'll talk with her in the second half of the show. She's a great story, and talk with uh, Matt Thorson when we come back. Introducing White Claw
3: Hard Seltzer Surge, a stronger wave of refreshment with 8% alcohol. Available in a 16-ounce can in two fresh and exciting flavors. Whether you choose the mouth-watering taste of blood orange or the refreshing tartness of cranberry, White Claw Hard Seltzer Surge is a bold new way to enjoy hard seltzer. Discover White Claw Hard Seltzer Surge at select retailers today. Please drink responsibly. Hard seltzer with flavors. White Claw Seltzer Works, Chicago, Illinois. For those who don't like to be still, Member FDIC, equal housing lender, insurance and trust services, not FDIC insured. Hi, I'm Misty Carlson, and next to me is Betsy Weber, and we're with Corey Insurance. It's that time of year again when we reflect on what we're thankful for, right, Betsy?
4: Definitely. We live in such a great city and state that continue to thrive because of all the wonderful businesses and families who call this home. We're so blessed to work for a family-owned business like Corey Insurance.
3: We both understand the power of local shopping. When it comes to insurance, a local agent becomes part of your family. Insurance is an independent insurance agency, which means we can provide you with plenty of options
4: so we can find the plan that works best for you and your family.
3: We represent many insurance companies with A-plus ratings and we're confident we can find one that fits your needs. We are so thankful for our customers who trust us with their insurance. If you're looking for a local agent, we are always here to answer any questions that you might have for planning the new year. Just give us a call at 605-336-6303 or go to KOURI Insurance. Insurance.com. Happy holidays from all of us at Corey Insurance to all of you.
0: Welcome back to Calling All Sports. This portion of the show is brought to you by Corey Insurance, Dakota Beverage, Billion Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram, Hussex Speedway, the South Dakota Golf Association, and Corey and the Fireflies.
1: And welcome back to Calling All Sports. I'm your host, Mark Ovenden. I have guest host John Winkler of KCCR and Pierre. In the studio today, he's all revved up to be doing the state girls' hockey tournaments that start tomorrow at the Shields Iceplex and run through Sunday. What time's the championship game?
2: Championship, I believe, is at uh, 3 o'clock on
1: Sunday. Yeah, it's usually mid to late afternoon, so that's a good thing. Uh, That'll work out fine. Then I can go watch USD women at 1230 at the Summit League tournament and then go over to hockey and then go back to the Summit League tournament.
2: It'll it, work out it, perfect. I was going to say, timing is, is perfect for you on Sunday.
1: Yeah, that'll be great. So, all right, so we're going to talk, like I said, we're going to talk a lot of of pure sports. And, you know, one of the sports, aside from football with the six straight titles, the wrestling program has been just dominant uh, in recent years for the boys. And now, of course, there's girls wrestling. And Matt Thorson joins us. He's the head coach of the Lady Govs on the mats. And, Matt, you went, went back-to-back. I guess, you know, more than anything, let's talk about how the, the program itself has grown in the, in the time that you've had it. Cause you've gone from having a couple of individuals in the state tournament the first year to now a complete team and, and, and that's gotta be exciting for you.
4: Oh yeah. Um, I mean, having it the first year, the inaugural season was three years ago. Um, and, and that was, uh, from the, from the very beginning, from the get go, that the girls that we got out were, uh, they were they were girls that fit the mold of wrestlers pretty well some of them and some of them you'd be kind of thinking what the heck are they doing on the mat um but you know every single one of them they from from the very first day they were all in and i think that was a big reason for the success right away was just the fact that they were all in and and they were willing to do whatever it took to to learn and, and be successful and um you know just i think with uh the rich tradition of wrestling in Um A lot of people bought in, families, community members, administration, um, and and really, like I said from the get go, there's there's been a lot of success for that reason. A lot of girls and and girls that were willing to, you know, not really worry about what other people thought of them, um, and then they just got after it. They just spent a lot of time in the weight room and on the mat to get better, and um, it, it's really paid off for the first couple years for sure.
2: Well, and you mentioned uh, fit the mold of wrestlers and some that didn't, and that was the case, was, and still the case even this year, where uh, some of the girls, they, they obviously knew uh, just about everything about, maybe not everything about wrestling moving in, but they they knew the scoring of it, and some of these girls, they're not even afraid to admit that they had, they didn't know that a takedown was worth two points. They didn't know what a takedown was uh, when they stepped for the first practice, and, and they're not afraid to admit it, and they all of a sudden are competing for state championships by the end of the year.
4: Yeah, I mean, there's no doubt. I know last year at the beginning of the year, we had girls who didn't know what headgear was, uh, didn't know how to really start a match or what happened when a match was over or, or what a pin was, things like that. And there's countless stories of girls and, and just some funny questions that um, I made the mistake of assuming that everybody knew, but definitely is not the case, especially with a pretty unknown sport of wrestling, especially with, with girls. Um, it <laughs> There's been a lot of learning curves for me as well. But, yes, um, the improvement that these girls can make in a, in one year, not just physically, but, you know, sport IQ-wise, has been pretty remarkable to see where they started to where they're at now.
1: Matt Thorson's our guest. He is the peer uh, lady governor's wrestling coach. How much
4: have you found out
1: and learned about your own patience level because of all of this you've had to go through?
4: You know, I... It has, and that was to be expected. Um, these girls, you know, looking back at the boys, I mean, they, a lot of these guys have been wrestling since before first grade even. Um, and so they've obviously had a lot of experience, a lot of mat time that you just pick up on things as you as you get, go through the years. So with these girls, like I said, there were things that I, I guess I figured I didn't need to go over, like what the sport is of wrestling. Uh, but I, I learned very quickly that you have to start from, ground zero um but but the the one thing about these girls is that they learn like I mean they're just complete sponges of the sport um not only do they pick up on things they're they're not afraid to ask questions like john was saying earlier they're not afraid to let you know well what the heck does it mean if i'm an unattached wrestler or what is a buy what is a forfeit things like that that i guess i needed to know that they didn't know um so patience yes but with that patience comes a lot of appreciation for how much they were willing to put themselves out there and be vulnerable um, so that they are able to learn the correct way and not have to go without knowing, you know, because that can be a dangerous thing too if they're just too afraid to ask the question. So very proud of, of how they've been able to, you know, step outside of their comfort zone and, and ask what they need to ask to learn.
2: Well, peer wrestling, girls wrestling, got started three years ago, and and uh, w- when I moved about five years ago to peer, it was quickly saying wrestling is wrestling south Dakota is great, wrestling in peer might be even greater, and and then peer girls wrestling starts, and the expectation was already there for the girls to be good, uh, and which they are and have been, but the expectation every single year is you know the first year there was no team title then last year there was and this year there there was that second one and you you know Matt and you and I talked about this a lot throughout the season that the expectation from everybody else outside of the peer wrestling and even peer wrestling itself was to win another team state title and you know you mentioned it too before but how how difficult is it to deal with the expectation of we got to go win a team title cuz everybody just assumes that we're going to go win another one
4: yeah, and, and it's, it's a frustrating thing it's a thing at times as a coach um, to, to have that, maybe not pressure, because pressure, pressure can be a very good thing, um, but a lot of people do just expect it, expect success. And um, what they don't realize that the coaches and, and families and, and girls do realize is, is it doesn't just work like that. You can't just get a whole bunch of girls out there on the mat and say, okay, well, there's a lot of them, so they'll be pretty good. It doesn't work like that. Um, these girls aren't just strength and numbers these girls are are very very good wrestlers and you know it, it like i said it is good to have that standard that expectation because we are able to hold these girls at a high you know high standard of, of competition and they hold themselves to that level as well because i mean nobody goes out on the mat wanting to lose it doesn't work like that um but but these girls rather than just saying you know we're going to be good we're from pier they they don't say that they they show it um and they act like it because they do put in the work in the offseason and that's not what a lot of people see um even in peer. people not a lot of people see that unless you're really inside that that group of of the wrestling community but uh these girls put in the work to become the champions they don't they don't just show up they don't win because they got a green singlet that says peer on them uh they put in the work and they've earned and, and they've deserved everything that they've they've earned
1: Matt Thorson's our guest he is the peer Girls wrestling coach, Matt, how much have you seen this same kind of growth and learning and uh, grasping for what the sport is and getting better at it? And how much have you seen that around the state? Cause obviously your girls have been watching your guys for a long mm. time and, it, and just by through osmosis to some degree, you're going to pick up on what the sport's about by going and cheering for your friends when it's just guys. But mm-hmm. around the state, how are you seeing this growth pattern for girls wrestling?
4: Well, I think numbers alone show how much it's growing. I don't know the exact numbers, but I think, you know, we, we grew, I think, over 200 girls. You know, I think that first year, we were right around like 80, 86, something like that. And then we jumped up to like a, I don't know, 190 maybe. And now we're in the 400, mid 400. So, you know, it's almost doubling um, every year. And I, to be honest, I don't see that slowing down. Um, I, I know already just in peer alone there's already girls that are wanting to come out, inquiring about coming out, and that's just peer. And, and you, sh- some of these smaller schools, I know, for example, like Viber Hurley, um, they're getting a ton of girls out, and it's cool to see these smaller towns um, get girls to come out. Um, and, and with wrestling in its infancy, it's such a great time to come out for a new sport. Whereas, you know, if you just come out basketball, come out for basketball your sophomore year, there's a good chance you might not ever see the varsity court. Um, but if you come out for wrestling your sophomore year, there's a good shot that you can make state, and there's a good shot you can play just because there's an opportunity. There's so many opportunities with different weight classes, um, still not a ton of numbers, and and right now is the time for these girls who aren't out for anything to to come out, be on the varsity lineup, and have success at, a, at an early age um, so it's, it's such, such an opportunity that I hope people can see and take advantage of. Um, and there's no, no shot of basketball here, but, I mean, there's, there's a spot for everybody in wrestling. I and mean, even if you're not varsity, you're gonna get a lot of mat time, and that's been pretty, um, special for, and a, and a big recruiting tool for a lot of these girls is, you know, you can come out and, and be in a varsity lineup, you can go to state, you can place at state, even if this is your first year, so. Um, that's been really cool to see some of these girls who maybe won't play much basketball, but they're finding their niche in the wrestling community, and they're doing really well.
1: Well, just to wrap things up, too, it doesn't seem to matter what sport you pick. If you go to Pierre, you're going to be on a good team.
4: <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, between football, wrestling, uh, basketball is doing well. Track has always had some studs, baseball. Um, it's a pretty special place to be in. When I moved here about six years ago, um, I, I learned that pretty quickly. Football was winning state championships. Wrestling was winning state championships. and um, It's just a fun place to be, and that's just a testament to, to the families here and, and the administration, the community buy-in. Um, it's just a great place to be, and I think that a lot of people here don't take it for granted but it's hard to appreciate state championships sometimes when it's coming every year and definitely um something that i think as coaches and athletes we don't get used to um but it is you know there's obviously the pressure that comes with it but um it's good to be able to play meaningful games and be in meaningful matches for for state championship caliber um you know teams so it's been really special and um, things, years, and seasons that I'll never forget for the rest of my life, for sure.
1: Well, Matt, thanks for the time today. Keep up the good work. It's great to see the the sport of girls wrestling growing the way it is and succeeding. And we'll talk again soon, okay?
4: I appreciate it. Thank you.
1: You bet. Matt Thorson, our guest, the girls wrestling coach at Pier. John Winkler and I will be right back.
3: Download our free cataract checklist at VanceThompsonVision.com.
0: Orthopedic pain shouldn't disrupt every part of your life. You sit out when others head out.
1: Meet my good buddy, Greg Gold, CEO of Hague Realtors and father of some terrific athletes. Greg, how long has Hague been around?
2: Mark, we've been around over 75 years, and we have over 200 licensed agents who are all really good at helping their clients with their real estate needs, whether buying, selling,
1: or both. And you have several locations, right? Yep. We're in Sioux Falls, Brandon, Garretson,
2: Hartford, all over the Sioux Empire, and even out in the Black Hills.
1: You guys do such an amazing job, and... You also have some terrific personalities who are a blast to be around and work with.
2: Every day is fun at Hague. We sold over 4,000 properties last year worth over a billion dollars. Nice. That's how good our people
1: are. That is impressive. In sports terms, you've built a dynasty, kind of like those Lincoln tennis teams. Your contact info, great. It's simple, Mark. Go
2: to Heg.com, find the agent you want to work with. We're Heg Realtors since 1945.
1: You hear me talking about great life every day for a reason. And it's not just because my son Nick Ovenden is the president.
3: Actually, Dad, I honestly don't know if there's anybody who gets more out of their membership than you. And that's just with the golf you play. You spent half that time at the uh, fitness centers. What are you implying? <laughs> that I'd love to have you work out with me every morning at 6 a.m.
1: I don't think so. How about waiting until I'm awake?
3: Well, good thing most of our facilities are open 24 hours a day and we've got a friendly, knowledgeable staff that'll help you get started or even keep you on track if you need to be done. Uh, let's change the subject. When are you adding
1: new golf courses?
3: <laughs> well, we're always looking ahead for our members. So in addition to the courses that we have in the region, we also have Great Life courses in Kansas City, Topeka, and now Arizona. Now you're talking. Hey, hey can you help me hit it further, too? Yep, any time of day. But as for straighter, I sure can't help with that. <laughs> I, I know that. But our golf pro certainly for... can. <laughs> Give us a call or stop by any of our locations to see what we're all about. Or go to joingreatlife.com.
1: Live, play, better at Great Life.
0: Welcome back to Calling All Sports. This portion of the show is brought to you by Arby's, Overhead Door, Lewis Drug, Great Life Health and Fitness, and
1: Fireplace Pros. And welcome back to Calling All Sports. I'm Mark Ovenden, your host, along with John Winkler, your co-host today. I love doing this. It's great having you in the studio, John, from all the way from Pierre. You're here to do the uh, state hockey tournament starting tomorrow in Sioux Falls. Uh, You know, Matt was talking about it um and this i'll ask you this it's been such a successful community in terms of athletics do they start taking things for granted that you're always going to win because i i can't imagine they do because this especially a couple of like last year when they won the football championship i don't think anybody thought necessarily that they were going to win that last year this year yes
2: yeah, and I think there's a a certain like, well, they'll be there at least in the semifinals, and they'll get to the championship, and yeah, they probably should win the state championship. You know, that 2020 season was a little of a, uh, maybe not this year. Maybe this is the end of the run. I think there's a lot more people outside the, of Pierre that's saying, yep, this is going to end now, and, and then. Uh, but but the good thing is the, the coaches and the kids they don't take it for granted. They don't just expect to be right. in the championship. You know, if the fans do is one thing, but the coaches and the kids really work hard in the off season and during the season to make sure that uh, the the streaks don't end. Wow. Oh,
1: six in a row in football. How many in a row did they win in wrestling? Uh,
2: they, they, the boys, won. did they win? Four in a row?
1: Four, something like yeah. that. Yeah, it was pretty incredible. All right, when we come back, we're going to switch gears to boys basketball and talk with, one of my favorites, Brianna Kuosler. She's the head coach of the Govs. John and I will be right back. It's Slim Sanity at Slim Chickens, featuring a